all-time greats, R.I.P. to Little Richard, who passed away today, 87 years old. Love Little Richard, right, Andy Mazur? Yeah, not that I watch the show very often, but uh, he did a guest spot on uh, Full House way back in the day, appearing at uh, Uncle Jesse's Club. <laughs> I, uh, did not, John Stamos. I did not see that episode of Full House. It's really worth it. I was doing a little, so Tutti Fruity. All Rudy. 1956, we just played Long Tall Sally. Lucille, mm-hmm. 1957. Good Golly, Miss Molly, 1958. Uh, the Beatles recorded several of his songs, including Long Tall Sally. Uh, Paul McCartney apparently sang on those tracks. I'd love to hear that. Um, they, he was His songs were copied by the Everly Brothers, the Kings, uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, Elvis Costello, the Scorpions. He was born Richard Wayne Pennyman, December 5th, 1932, Macon, Georgia, one of 12 children. Grew up around his uncles who were preachers. 1956, he's washing dishes at a Greyhound bus station in Macon, and he comes up with the chorus, a wop, bop, a wop, bam, boom, <laughs> while he's washing dishes. And he also wrote, apparently, Long Tall Sally and Good Golly Miss Molly while, while doing the job. How cool is that? Um, yeah. Little Richard, he pushed the envelope at the time. He was kicked out of the house. His parents thought he was gay. Uh, a lot of, And if you go back and you watch the videos at the time, it's just, it, uh, it shows a different world than what we're living in today. Mm-hmm. So uh, I saw that crossing this morning. I went into about a good hour listening to Little Richard. Did you really? I did. Oh, I, that's I, nice. I that's a nice tribute. I, I had a little moment there. So it's Mother's Day tomorrow. Andy Mazur, are you doing anything special? Uh, no. Uh, we'll be uh, Zooming the folks who are not uh, in town. All because right. of the pandemic. Okay. Uh, Aria sent the flowers. Aw. So we'll do a little, uh, probably do a little Zoom action. Yeah. I was thinking from a sporting standpoint, like, are there are there people out there right now who, who, have, who owe thank yous to their mom for either A, teaching them how to play sports, or B, she was driving you to your practices, or C, she was... Picking you up when you were crying after you struck out in your little league game. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. I don't know. Does any does any of that ring a bell for you, Andy? Yeah, I'm, uh, mom was very supportive of my ill-fated attempts at athletics and uh, was always there, always driving to the games, always driving to the practices. Of course, cleaned the uniforms for me because I didn't know how to do laundry on my own back in those days. <laughs> Always look good. It's better to look good sometimes than to play good, as they say. Uh, but no, I, you know, it's uh, my, my parents. I'm I'm so thankful that uh, I, they're such supportive people, not just in athletics, but uh, you know, when I went into this crazy business, and uh, always been there. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I think I we were doing a game the other last summer. The other day, I was going to mm-hmm. say, yeah, and. Uh, I think you just told me your parents were listening, or your parents heard me, or something. And I yeah. thought that was just so nice. Yeah, you know, you get here's here's their son doing White Sox baseball, and they're they're taking the time to to listen and, and let you know they're out there, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean they they like that. I mean they do that, and you know some of it's for their own for their own bragging rights, so to speak. I think, but, sure. You know, hey, I, I no, I appreciate that a lot. I mean they they've always uh, have always shown a, a great interest 
in whatever it is that I've been doing. 312-981-7200 if you want to jump in on here. Give give mom some credit. You know, I'm a huge tennis fan, and mm-hmm. uh, Thursday nights, that was, uh, you know, my mom would play in her tennis league. Okay. And so we would go over to Deer Creek Courts, and I, I wasn't really watching the actual, I don't know what the hell I was doing. It's like, you know, I was buying those, remember those juice cans that were like in a nasty rust, uh, and you would pull the, 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 the sticky thing on the top, they were like 35 cents, you know what I'm talking about? I don't. You don't remember those like grapefruit, bad juice, whatever? Oh, you mean the little plastic thing where you had to pull the, like, the aluminum off the top of it? It was, it was, it was like an aluminum can okay. with a silvery plastic sliding thing that you would pull off that okay. was definitely not keeping that thing clean. Yeah. But that's what I was doing. Nice. While well, she was playing. Got to have a thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't, at any rate, I don't know why, but that, why I thought of that, but I would, I've always loved tennis, and we were a tennis family, and, okay. and I love the fact that she played. All right, let's get some love here for Mom. Happy Mother's Day tomorrow. Sophia, welcome to WGN. Little, our, our, hi, Mark. Hi, Sophia. It's our Mother's Day tribute. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm Nick Pina's mom, and oh. uh, Nick was an intern for you, and he spoke so highly of you. He really did. So, But when you were talking about sports, um, Nick was on the basketball team and, and you know throughout high school, and uh, but he was always on the bench. So, And I got to every game that I possibly could go to. And then one day that I did, I got to the game, and they finally put him out on the court, and I was just about five minutes late, and they had him up in the air, all the guys, and he got out there, you know, after sitting on the bench for so many games, and he got the ball in the basket, and I missed it. But I got to every game. But that was one night that I didn't get there on time, but I was always at all his games, and that was one of the best nights ever, but I did miss it. But that's one of my best memories of, of you know, being Nick's mom and all throughout the basketball games that he played at and, and, and everything that um, that he experienced in high school. So I'm a little nervous. Sorry, I've never been on the radio before. You're, <laughs> Sophie, you're doing a great job here, and First of all, Nick's one of my favorite interns of all time at the station, and we were just talking about him the other day. So thank you. So oh. yeah, he was he was the friendliest, easiest going, wanting to do well. It, I, I love Nick. He's a, he's a great great man, and I I want to give moms credit like yourself out there who are going to the games, knowing that most likely their son's not going to go get in. And you're just going to support him that way, right? You're going to watch everybody else, but you want to be there just in case he gets in. I, I think that's I I, that's beautiful. I know, and and I miss those days. And so you know, he just graduated uh, from college uh, last June, so he's all done with school and everything. But and you know, every time we talk, he he talks about how WGN, you know, when he was an intern there, and he speaks so highly. And I remember you you guys had a basketball game yourself, I think, right? <laughs> we we did have <laughs> there was some competition going on for sure. Hey, so, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. Say say hi to Nick for all of us, okay, Sophia? Thank you so much for everything, okay? And I'm gonna, I can't wait to tell Nick I spoke to you, okay? <laughs> it, for sure. So tell him we say hello. All right, that was ah, trip down memory lane. Do you remember Nick? Were you you were around? I think you weren't here. At I that don't point. think I was here. Yeah. yeah. So that was. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure of the year, but uh, it, I was literally talking with Brett Jackson about Nick Pena uh, a couple of days ago. So that was really cool to hear from his mom. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred moments that mom helped you in your sporting career. You want me to take a quick time out, and then we'll get to the calls. All right, two minutes, and we're coming right to you. Hang on in there. Seven twenty WGN. How are you? I just sprinted to the bathroom and back. I'm out of breath, Mazer. Uh, that's uh, a commentary on uh, the shape that we're both in. It's not a good sign for me. No. How much weight have you put on? 
Uh, not that actually, not that much during uh, during all this. All right, I'm up five pounds. Five yeah. is a lot for me too, for the record. Yeah, I you know crushing I, pizza. I, trust I'm, me, I've been I, eating well. I I mean ice cream every night. It's, it's not it's not good. All right, it's a, it's 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 a it's our Mother's Day tribute segment here. How did Mom help you on the sports field, the basketball court, the tennis court? I feel like I got a lot of moms on the line here. I'm looking for some sons too, and or daughters. Maybe this is daughters. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Sue, are you? Hi. How are you, Sue? Fantastic. How are you guys? It says here that you taught your son to play golf, Sue. Well, I was instrumental in developing his game. My kids all did travel sports, and like many, we drove our lives away. But I knew he was—he had something for golf. I was a single digit myself, and I thought, let's do it. And he beat me a couple years ago, and he apologized. And I said, you know what, honey? I said, I think this is one of the greatest days of my golf life. <laughs> Aw, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it was uh it was great, and he's uh, he's a competitive golfer now, plays a lot of tournaments, and I just like watching him enjoy it. So how old was he when he beat you for the first time, Sue? I think he was 20, maybe 21, and he was playing club golf in college, and um, uh, he just got really good, and I was like, well, then. <laughs> you know. So you never so let him cool. win, and you taunted him on the court, Sue? Oh, absolutely! I would never let my kids win. Ever. <laughs> would you? You know, really, what do you teach them by doing that? Yeah, there's you no want lesson. to teach them. Yeah, you want to teach them that they did it themselves and be satisfied and keep going and enjoying it. Sue, you're my hero. I I I love that you you held standard and look, your son eventually came around and beat you, took you down, Sue. Yeah. And I don't see a day uh, in the very near future. Because I'm in my early 60s now. I don't think it's like going to happen that people yeah. won't be beating you. Yeah, that's and the, I'm good with it. That's the thing. I mean, once you, once they beat you, you're, it's, it's hard to climb back up top that hill. It's all over. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a tough, that's a tough rebound. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Sue. Thanks for Happy calling. Thank you. Have a great weekend. 312-981-7200. How did mom help you? Or I guess if you are a mom, how did how'd you, you help us? How, how'd you help? How'd you help your son and or daughter? Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Kathy, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hi, I'm I'm not a mom, and I am a daughter, but I'm not athletic. However, my mom was athletic in high school back in probably the forties. She was on the basketball team, so she had um, a real love for sports. And when uh, we were growing up, my brothers were in Little League, and then my sisters were swimming, and we went to everything. And then the boys got into basketball. Um, We went to every basketball game. And the same with my sisters. My one sister actually went to college on a scholarship for volleyball and basketball. They are all still athletic. And finally, when my mom hit her 60s, she had been swimming a lot before that, but she decided in her 60s she was going to um, do a triathlon. First, she started doing races, 5Ks, and then she decided to do a triathlon. And that was it. She started doing triathlons, and she got really good at her bike, um, 
they did the Grand Canyon at 65. They hiked down it, my two sisters and my mom. And up until the time she passed away, actually, about a year or so before that, she was still kayaking and still riding her bike. We did get her a recumbent bike, though, because um, the other one she had fallen off of, and we were kind of worried about that. So we got her a recumbent one, and she'd take off. So, Kathy, so my, mom, my mom was great. I, I love it. And it sounds to me, Kathy, that so you were the one that was not the most athletic, but yet your mom was still supporting you nonetheless. Am I hearing this right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I and we we would go to all the games and things, and uh, I I remember coming home when I was a kid and sitting down with her to watch um, John Wooden's UCLA team Aww. during the run, um, the NCAA final. So she got me hooked on watching basketball and things like that. So yeah. I would sit down with her and watch. Sports that, all the time. That's a good one. Hey, Kathy, thanks so much for calling, all right? Okay, and I have to tell you one thing. Yeah? My little, I, I am the girl, that ha, I'm the woman who has the birds. Oh, and you're the bird woman. Canary, that's right. And my little canary <laughs> passed away last oh, week. Oh, no. So I, I just have my five cockatiels. Oh, okay. Well, as long as, long as we got the cockatiels, we're good. Kathy, you're, you, yeah. you're one of my favorites. You know this. Okay. <laughs> she, she, she just... Curtis, you can't – no hanging up on, on on Kathy. Curtis just disconnected. She's, My bad. My bad. She's she's the I, – we I forget exactly the segment, but I think they were trying to, like, take away people's pets or something, <laughs> and and Kathy had, had her birds, and we had to support that here on 720 WGN. She's doing a great job out there. Uh, let's get Paula in here. Wants to compliment. I oh wow has a compliment for your mother here, Andy. Oh really? I think that's what's happening. Okay. Paula, Paula, welcome to WGN. Okay, thank you, Mark and Andy. Andy, I'm giving kudos to your mom, Judy. She and I and my daughter were teachers together at Apollo School in Des Plaines. Oh yeah. She is a wonderful lady. She was your and is, I'm sure, your biggest fan and uh, very supportive of what you were doing. You were right. And you guys have great rapport together. You really wrap together. And you're very entertaining, even for those of us who are not really sports-minded, but you really make it interesting and um, and meaningful. And I I thank you and I applaud you for doing this and, and for keeping up with the sports world in this pandemic era. Paul, thank you so much. Yeah, I know my mom really, she was an educator for a long, long time. And I know that uh, on National Teachers Day, I wrote something on Facebook about how the teachers get overlooked a little bit. And uh, and uh, I have a great respect for that uh, for that field, obviously, just because of uh, growing up in it. But uh, thank you for those kind words. I appreciate that. And, and Paul, we had a little echo there, so I put you on hold. But that was so sweet there. Very Look, nice. I appreciate somebody that. Somebody knows the family, huh? Yeah. Aww. It's a, it's a, it's a good family. <laughs> it's a good strong family. It's a good strong Mazer family. Yes. Let's get Mary Lou in here. Mary Lou, welcome yes. to W. Yes. Mother's yes. Day. Let's give some tributes here, Mary Lou. Well, I'll tell you what. I have been a sports fan when I lived in Chicago. I was fourteen. Used to take the bus to the Ladies' Day games at Wrigley Field. Ah. And when I got married, and I thought, if I don't have any boys, well, I ended. I started out with three girls, three boys, a girl, then another boy. What? So, eight kids? Eight kids. Go yes. Mary. Yes. <laughs> well, I got my fill of baseball, I'll tell you, because at one, the one 
time, I had five playing Little League, T-ball, Pony, all in the same year. And my youngest daughter, the, my three oldest were girls, so they played softball. Well, Mary didn't want to play softball. She wanted to play T-ball and Little League and whatever. So she was playing with my four boys. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, I was at the ballparks all the time. So, I mean, I started out maybe at a T-ball game, and then the next one was a Little League, and then it, we ended up at night with ponies. Well, my husband was a heating and air conditioning man, so in the summertime, he never made any balls until it was at the last of the Pony League night. Right. But anyway, um, I mean, I was with those kids all the time. I was on the baseball board for five years. I start. I used to have a station wagon, and of course, with eight kids, I always had goodies in my station wagon. Right? Huge. What were the goodies, Mary? Oh, I mean, I had pop. I had candy bars. I had anything that you could <laughs> nibble on. So I thought, you know, <laughs> I got my own little truck here. You know, so I asked, being I was on the board, I said, "Could we make, build a concession stand?" And he says, "Oh, you know what? The park has no money for this." And I said. Well, if I can get somebody to help me, can we put one at Meadows Park? This is in Mount Prospect. And they said, oh, well, all right. Well, you know what? One of the fathers was a big shot with Coca-Cola. I had guys that were bricklayers. I had guys that were heating guys. I had guys that were whatever had to be done to build a concession stand. So we did. We built a concession stand. There you go, Mary. Way to get that done. Yeah, I got it done. And I'll tell you, the funniest story uh-huh. was one, one um, 4th of July. You know how you have the all-star games for the, the kids? Of course. On, all, on the 4th of July. I never made those so teams, but yes. Right. Well, we did it like they said. I had to be there at 6 o'clock. Well, my concession stand had everything. I had Popcorn, I had hot dogs, I had freezers, I had Coke. Charleston Chew? Pardon? Do you have Charleston Chew? Do you have Snickers? The Big League Chew. Oh, yeah. Big League Chew is the best. Any bar you can. We had ice cream at at the concession, everything. And so this one year, we had the 4th of July um, All Star game. And so I figured I'd be done by 12, 1 o'clock. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what time I got out of there? 1 a.m. Wow. that's Well, you know why? People were sitting in the park because of the fireworks for that night. Nobody left. I sent my husband for hot dogs four times. So each time we were selling hot dogs, we put up a sign. All right, we sold 100. We sold 500. We sold over 5,000 hot dogs that day. How much were the hot dogs? A a dollar. A dollar. You sold 5,000? Yes, we did. Oh, Mary. I can get a load from Mary. <laughs> on Monday, I had to call my friend and say, I need some more pop. He said, yeah. you just got 50 cases on Friday. And I said, but they're gone. It's Mary's concession. Said, what are we talking about? <laughs> of course I need more pop flying off the shelves. <laughs> hey, Mary, you're awesome. We got to go here, though. But let's, let's, let's continue the conversation. Call me when I get off, okay? Okay, thanks. All right. You got it. That's awesome. Mary Lou was getting it done. The concession stand was the was the, 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 the backbone of Little League. It was. 
was it was there ever a better hot dog? No, I mean in victory yes, and in loss, <laughs> you had to have a hot dog. You had to have a dog, dollar dog, yeah. and then you get a Frito and a Coke, exactly, and a two dollar right. special. Yeah. All right, uh, Andrew Goldberg has a ticket to every single game that Michael Jordan ever played in. He'll explain that coming up next. Seven twenty WGN.